yeah, another episode of the Kingdom Vision Podcast brought to you brought to you by Gold, Gold Peak IC. <laughs> One day, Gold Peak, hit us up if you want a sponsorship. More than willing to practice, or a partner, I should say, yeah. with you. And I'm about to need a refill. That's why I have it here. We're going for a, a light caffeine option today. It is 9 p.m. I need a little kick, a little pick me up. Sugar could do the trick. Slight caffeine. Welcome back to the Kingdom Vision Podcast. My name is Cole Harris. Brain Harris here as always. Um, today, this is a little celebration we have today. Just kind of lighthearted, kind of just want to talk about some highlights that we've been a part of recently. Brayden's going to go first. He recently went on a trip to Albania, mission trip, mm. and some crazy stats. Over 4,000 people, almost 5,000 people, like documented salvations, hundreds of document or almost a hundred documented healings. I don't remember what the stat was. Yeah. But bro, that's huge. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, um uh everyone kinda asked me what's my favorite part. It's tough to say, I mean, on a just my enjoyment level, like what was so fun to me was just getting to hang out with the kids after and um you know, just mess with them, and they all wanted to. They all wanted to hang out with the American. They all wanted to the to American play, to play soccer with the American. And, football, uh, yeah, football, football with the American. And so, uh, just seeing those kids and just they have they just have fun. And you know, I just saw that. Um, obviously that that it's not a third world country in Albania by any means, but I just saw that you can really have fun and enjoy anything you know you don't have to uh there doesn't there's not specific things like kids are going to have fun kids are going to be kids and that's what they do and that's what they're all doing you know and it was it was really fun to see just uh and interact with them kind of talk about what you did on the mission trip i don't know if there's not i mean we think mission trips like for us like i've only been on one mission trip to utah um to spread the gospel there and that's the only one i've ever been on you've been on two Three, and so there's uh, how many have you been on, or is that your first one? I think that yeah, that was my first one. Yeah, so like a lot of people have never been on a mission trip. So like, yeah. talk about what you do, like what you did. So uh, I mean, you know, coming in that uh, what you're kind of going to be doing, and you know, some mission trips. I know people will go off and do go off somewhere, and they won't even share the gospel with one person. Um, yeah. You know, maybe they're building a house for someone, or yeah, all these other things. Work oriented. Um, and so basically, uh, there's groups of ten, uh, give or take eight, eight, eight to ten, um, and it totals up. There's 46 global ventures people out there, um, and we'd all te- we'd all group up in those groups of eight to ten, and we'd go and um, have a big speaker with us. And if there was enough kids, then we would. Uh, we- Sorry, backtrack a little bit. We also had a clown with us to attract the kids. I saw that picture. Yeah, so I thought it was uh, just a local clown. No, no, that was true. that was to bring the that was to bring the kids in for yeah a little entertainment and and get them and one to come watch the show. And so we would uh, we would come in and if the, like I said, if there's not enough kids, we're just one on one evangelizing, just being like, hey, how are you? I want to sp- you know we're here spreading a message of hope. While we're also doing this one-on-one evangelizing, we're handing out flyers to a crusade, which was a nightly crusade, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Um, And from the beginning of the week all the way till the end, we're handing out flyers for the crusades. Um, But our main objective when we go out there is to 
save souls, right? And so if we have enough kids, then what we would do is we would have um, the part one would be uh, kind of a, a draw-in, an entertainment. Hey, everyone, blah, blah, blah. This is my friend Bubbles. Have you seen my friend Bubbles? And, <laughs> and uh, it's just a little fun part. And then part two is creation story. Uh, and then you say watch this drama and so what the straight up had a skit going right and so we there's four of us that we break off into a skit with music and what it is is the gospel story basically uh jesus comes and and it shows him saving all these people um who struggle with all these things greed and and uh like smoking drinking were you one time last i was jesus every time so I'll get I'll get Big to that. figures, right? Yeah, I'll get to that. So I I was Jesus every time. Um, no, you the leper once. I I'll, I'll get to that. My so, fault. So my fault. So what you're talking about the leper? That's the crusade. Okay, okay that's a that's only at night, and that only yeah. happened Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. So the yeah. main thing we really did was the one on one and the gathering groups just with our little group. Okay, yeah. but all the groups, all five groups that have, you know, eight to ten people each are all handing out these flyers, getting them to come to the crusade and doing the same thing we're doing. So back to what I was saying on the the, the skit. So the skit is you're showing, uh, like I said, it's the gospel story. And then you come out uh, after the skit and you say, uh, basically you retell and elaborate on what the skit just was. And you say, hey, you know, Jesus does all things, all these things. He saves he heals, uh, he, he saves, saves he, he forgives sins. Exactly. Down the line. And uh and then part four comes in and you do a little deal and um there's kind of a, a visual to understand Jesus is the king of hearts and we want you him to be the king of your heart, blah blah blah. And that part four is getting uh, offering people if they want to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And then you have the prayer of salvation. Then that's followed by uh, praying for healing of anyone in the crowd. You know, just raise your hand, put your hand on the part that needs to be healed, blah, blah, blah. So that's what we would do when we could gather kids. Whenever we couldn't, it was one-on-one. We'd go up to, to these people and we'd just, uh, you know, one-on-ones, you're not going by a script near as much right you want to read the person you know if yeah this guy, I, saw, I saw you when you were talking to the video in the beginning if i even played it but you were presenting to like 30 it was like a classroom size full of kids 20 30 kids and then some adults in the back like there's they're just very way more scripted most likely yes, you're doing very presentation scripted. very scripted. so it's more efficient yes now, obviously it's going to be more personal one-on-one absolutely so one-on-one you know if just an illustration would be uh, you know, a guy says, I'm Muslim. I'm like, well, your conversation is going to look different than if right, it's a exactly. So he says, he says, I'm a Muslim. I'm like, okay, well, uh, do you know where you're going to spend your eternity? That's kind of where I would go with that. And so they, that's a them, whole podcast. How people would want to know is how to yeah. even have conversations. Right, right. Like and that. most of them are like, no, blah, blah, blah. So you're just, you're just reading the conversation. And then lastly, for the crusades, like I said, we've been handing out flyers this whole time and we're just, trying to get the most people we can. And um, what what Global Ventures does is they set up a stage and they use us as basically grassroots, uh, getting all these people to come 
uh, and show up for this crusade. And then that's a full, um, there's a little show and a little this, a little that, um, and some skits. That's where I was the leper. Um, they do a so lot the more. One. They do a big gospel presentation. You know, they really, um, you know, obviously you're not doing all that um, whenever there's not as much entertainment, right? Um, so whenever you're offering the full gospel, uh, you know, uh, I'd say it takes like 20 to 20, probably 20 minutes, I would say, where they're offering, they're telling you the full story, and then they're showing you other stories through the skits. And so... And it's beautiful. You get to see, you know, there was probably three. No, I'd say I'd say there's 500 the first two nights, five, six hundred. Who the attended first two the nights. crusade? Yeah, and then the last two nights, I think it was just maybe seven, eight hundred. I don't know. Um, and were y'all moving spots or the same spot every time? No, we moved spots the uh, third. So first two nights were the same spot. Third and fourth night, same were, city. Uh, yes, same city. So you hidden? No, no. So suburbs. So third. So first in a city. First and second uh, uh, nights of the crusade were at one city. The third and fourth nights were at a different city. Okay. And it was a crusade there as well. Yeah. So, What do you think the biggest, most impactful thing for you? Because you kind of, you just recapped it, but like you personally, it's a balance because like when I went to Montana, Montana, when I went to Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, Salt Lake City for my mission trip, you know, it's personally like you want to see you know, salvations, you want to see God move, but then sometimes, like, my experience with spreading the gospel to Mormons, Latter-day Saints, it's different than your experience there, because Latter-day Saints, a lot of the conversations are harder, deeper conversations, because they, you know, they're a section of Christianity, but they have, like, core doctrinal things about Jesus wrong, so it's, like, harder conversations that need to be had, so it's more like, seeds being planted there's never it's rare in salt lake city that we had a conversation i'm ready to accept jesus like it's it's rare and an analogy people used was go uh like a football analogy go three yards at a time not a lot of touchdowns going three yards at a time first down three yards at a time first down so my experience is a little bit different for you but like talk about i guess the difference between wanting like the how how good it was to see these salvations in front of you, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know. Talk I mean, about that. I, I Maybe that's a, that was probably a wrong worded question, but right. Well, you know, I mean, not being okay with with um, kind of thinking I'm a bother for them not receiving Jesus, and more yeah. taking it on like like no, seriously, like this is I promise this is this is the only way. Like, mm-hmm. listen to me and, and, and realizing it, cause it hit me so different there that this could truly be the only time they hear the gospel. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be okay with, uh, you know, you know, Leaving a little, something a little, unsaid. Right, a, maybe a little like, like not a hard stiff arm. They're just like, uh, you know, I don't know if I really want to have this conversation right now. You know, I, yeah. A lot of times I would just be like, oh, you know, okay, okay. And there I was just like, no, listen, like, I, I get it. I, I understand, um, you know, and, and thank you for your time so much. But no, listen, this message, I promise, is the only way, you know, and this is, um, there's no reason to live um, in these old ideas and these old ideologies that have no life and they're they're all death to you. And 
and I just saw, um, you know, and it's surreal, uh, seeing someone get the gospel, understand it, and then, um, believe it and, and, and truly say, and you, and, uh, you know, part of global ventures as well is, um, just after you're talking to this person, be like, like, do you, are you like, this is sincere. Like you better believe this, you know? And, um, it's not just about trying to get pumped up numbers. It's like, Hey, you're making a commitment and this isn't just some small thing. And so, uh, I remember re- uh, leading the first guy through, you know, a prayer of salvation. Right. And it was just, it hit me right there. I was like, this guy, I believe is going to be saved and be saved from, for eternity with God. I'm like, and it hit me so hard. You know, uh, Francis Chan talks about uh, being overseas and, and speaking with all these people and just having the feeling like this is what I was created for, and truly feeling that like, wow, like this. The, there's no, you know, it doesn't. This is what I was created for, and this is how God made me to be. You know, and it's so powerful. You get so it's so easy to get stuck in. You know, I'm from College Station, or I went to college in Texas A&M College Station. There's so many Christians there. There's so many lost people as well. But it's so easy to get stuck in a church culture, to get stuck in your surroundings, your friend group that are all Christian. But you go to, like, uh, I keep saying Montana, Salt Lake City, and it's 90% Mormon. And we know Mormon people, or Latter-day Saint people, people who in Albania. What, what's the modern or the traditional religion there? Is there Muslim. A, Muslim, you know, like these people don't know the gospel. They don't know Jesus. It's a, it's a real surreal feeling. Like you were saying, like, I got to tell them like their eternity's at stake. And I got to like deny, like die to myself. Cause a lot of times, you know, for people like it can be challenging to get up there and go up to a random person and try to tell them about Jesus. Like, Hey, like basically what we're telling you them is, your religion is wrong. There's no life. There's no salvation. Only life is found in Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's that's sometimes a hard thing to overcome. It took me time to build up confidence to go up to people and boldly testify about Jesus. I think I think what will I think encourage people and that is is that ask someone like I told you with the Muslim the Muslim people ask them if they they know where they're going and they will all say, at least everyone there was like, we, no one can be sure. We can't be sure of, of our eternal life. And I think in that moment, I think it's like, Oh my goodness. You know, this Jesus offered, it's so clear in that moment that the gospel is so true and only a fake false man-made religion would have man working to God instead of God working their way to man. Yeah. You, there's so much to unpack because I, I know we're, we're offering nuggets about like how to talk to like in other religions right, and stuff. Yeah. But like, I was talking to a buddy not even two days ago and he was talking about like being a half saved Christian and it was talking about the story of Abraham and Lazarus. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. Like, Abraham died, went to heaven. Uh, Lazarus went to die, went Lazarus died, went to hell, and he was pleading to Jesus, pleading to God. There's a, the barrier of separation. 
you know that that's, yeah. that parable and you're saying go tell my friends go tell my relatives about this place like i didn't know this place was real referring to hell referring to separating from god go tell them god like relay this message for me he's like no they have to listen to the prophets they have to hear the gospel that's a vague i'll, I'll probably put a little stat a little of what parable i'm referring to here but the point i'm trying to make is like my buddy was referring to like we go through this life so nonchalantly about eternal where we are after this life francis chan makes the best analogies like this rope this red little end is our life on earth and this he has like yards and yards and yards of rope and saying this is eternity right and this red little part is our time on earth and how we live this life here determines what that will be and we're so we get it's when you read the gospel and you read about heaven hell just and what people who do not believe in jesus because it's not about like i just i'm scared i want to go i don't want to go to hell it's about loving jesus and jesus has provided a way out for every human being possible but we have a responsibility as believers to take it to people make a plea god uh second corinthians 5 17 through 21 therefore he's now a new creation and in there it says we are ambassadors for christ that we are making ambassadors a representative right God pairs with us in ministry. We have to go make pleas to people. Like hell is real, eternal tor- torment, gnashing of teeth. Um, this is it's real. And when you think about loved ones, family members, right? That you your your heart your heart aches. Think about the people in Salt Lake City, Albania. Those aren't those aren't direct family members and friends, but we we should have that hunger and and allow that to then override that fear of man, fear of people's opinions, fear of rejection. Because I've been rejected hundreds of times in conversations like, no. Straight up, I was in Salt Lake City, and I went up to a guy, and he, he knew we were Christians. Like, it was it's 90% LDS. And he's like, you're a Christian? And he's like, you, you, what are you, you spreading, spreading the gospel? What are you doing? And he was like real, like, obtrusive and kind of rude. And I, I immediately was, like, trying to be graceful. But, like, it's real. Like, people will kind of reject you. And it, it'll kind of catch you off guard the first time. It caught me off guard the first time. So I think we just, as believers, like, we just got to be evangelizing. And we got to be, after we evangelize, if they're friends, if they were, go, go check up on them again. Hey, I'm praying for you. Like, we just got to have that desire to see other people know Jesus. Absolutely. I actually had a buddy recently talking about celebrations had a friend recently accept Jesus, so clap it up in the chat. Um, Come on now. Awesome. You know, there's more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than 99 righteous people. And I was reading the, product, the parable of the prodigal son. Prodigal son took his inheritance from his father, squandered it, was uh, living in a foreign land, hanging out with the pigs, basically wanted to eat the pig's food, realized that his father's servants were then living better than he was, so he goes back to his father. He's like, I'll go back as a servant. And his father came out, and what did his father do? He, he came back wanting to be a servant, but he was a son, and his father came in rejoicing. He got the fattest calf, had a feast, had a party, rejoiced, came running. And I, I heard a, someone say one time that kings and people of high esteem didn't really run in those days. You know, yeah. they had their long robes. Yeah. The fact that this father was running 
after and in, in meet almost like you see in a movie where they were running towards each other and meeting them in the middle. Like that that's the reality of being saved. Like you squandered I Cole Harris squandered his inheritance. Brayden Harris squandered it, ran off. And we you know, the reality of salvation is there's so much rejoicing. Like the angels are crying out and celebrating right now. It's an eternal etern this moment your eternity was changed. That's what salvation is. You know, you can't take this experience out of the gospel. And uh, Jesus is so real. And, you know, I think I think seeing just the amazing things that I saw, you just like, you're on the winning team and you just know it. You know, mm-hmm. and and it, it tears your heart to, to see people not knowing such an easy thing. Such an easy thing. It's a gift. It's so easy. You know, yeah. salvation is a gift. Um, redemption, it's a gift. Being a son is a gift. Believing, and all you have to do is let go of you and believe and that you receive the greatest gift of human history. And it's really it's really so easy that people are going to stumble on it so hard because it's yeah, so... Yeah, that's what um, Billy Graham, one of his biggest quotes, he says yeah. that, man, you know... I'm going to mess it up, but basically, man, it's that this call to Jesus is so simple that it's going to be a stumbling block for man. Mm. It's offensive to think that the God of the universe would come and lay his life down for me. I get, you wouldn't think that's offensive, but you're like, that. there's no way that could be true. There's no way if the God of the universe created me, I, I got to I gotta work my way. But the reason is, is because you want to, this is just so basic gospel, for, for God to be most glorified, he had to do it. Because mm-hmm. if, if we strive our way to, if we strive our way to make ourselves right with God, who gets the glory? Man gets the glory. So it's offensive to us that we don't get the glory, that God is the one who gets the glory because he's the one who came and died on the cross for our sins and saved us. So it's offensive to us, but it's just so simple. Because nothing we do, all we got to do is stop striving and trust. So true. And yeah, I would just, I just want to make a, a call to the the viewers, you know, um, we've said this so many times, but we, I promise to never turn you away. Um, you know, I can't promise to be your personally a disciple you, but I will, I will promise to, um, connect you with someone that would. And, um, I just sincerely, uh, don't, don't think that, uh, I'm too busy or, or he's too busy, or or even just letting pride get in the way. Don't let pride get in the way of the greatest gift and um, talking to someone that knows about it. So um, truly, anytime, uh, my promise is to um, is to help, and so it's it's truly worth it. And uh, obviously, true. So. I, I, we've had probably three. It's crazy. You get up here on podcast. You, you put all this work in production, you know, all these cameras, like this brand new setup, we spent like 30 minutes setting it up, but we've had probably three meaningful conversations since we started probably a month ago, back up, consistently posting legit. The only reason you like, you forget like this, you, a metric you measure business by normal podcast, secular podcast, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast is how many viewers can we get for us is legit. Every time we have a keep posting like wow those videos may or someone hits you up like i watched your videos and then yeah 
I want to go make seven more videos. Like we gotta, we gotta tell people about Jesus, so, and we gotta use this internet to just send this gospel to the. Can you think about, you know, setting everything up, taking thirty minutes, like, what a small, small cost, what a small cost we get to affect the lives of someone for the the rest of eternity, you know, and, um, you know, I think to. I kind of wrap it up with this. Is that is that kind of where we're headed with this? We're wrapping up. Sure. Um, you know, I don't know everything, but I know his heartbeat, and I know how much he loves people, and to get to receive a new one, get to receive a new one, uh, because I know how much lo- time he loves spending with me. You know, and he how much he enjoys uh, my company. You know, how much how much does he he enjoys the next person just the same amount. Um, as much as I want to be special, which I am, because Jesus <laughs> died for me, uh, the next guy over is the, just as special to him. And so don't ever overlook it. And um, the opportunity is today, and it's yours. And we are open, 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 open. Um, and I don't care what you've done. I don't care if you've done something around me. I do not care. I always say I don't care about what you've done, but I care about what you do. Um, and so today's the day. Um, seize the opportunity. Seize the opportunity. Today's the day. That's what you said two podcasts ago. You're like, now's the time. It's true. Come on now. It's true. Mamba mentality. Let's go. But um, yeah, I think that's what we'll wrap up with. Thank you for watching another episode of the Kingdom Vision Podcast. Feel free to reach out, text us, DM us. We actually, if you're on TikTok and you're watching a clip, I'll be straight up. I don't. I, we do not check TikTok DMs, so you find another way to contest outside of TikTok. Um, but feel free to reach out. We'd love to talk to y'all, comment video ideas. But we will see y'all in the next video. God bless you.